2: Hey, what is up? What's going on, everybody? Joe, Radio 690 ADV, here in studio, sitting down, getting a little out, getting the podcast going. Don't forget, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button, make sure that you're part of our our podcast, and also don't forget about our YouTube channel. We have lots of videos over there, especially for new writers and things like that, and you can get lots of really good information. Not just that, we have a lot of great uh, subscribers that are out there that give great information in the comment section. So make sure that you check on the comment section as well uh, where you can uh, get some good information from other writers that are out there. And don't forget our Facebook too, Facebook.com slash 690 ADB. We got a bunch on there. And, uh, but yeah, just make sure that you're part of it because it's really, uh, it's really awesome to have everybody that's out there and especially the new riders and stuff. I love getting information uh, from the riders that are out there. And uh, don't forget 69080V at gmail.com. You can hit me up anytime. For any information or anything like that, just shoot me an email. Sure, would love to hear from you. I think that'd be fantastic, and I'd like to work on. Uh, you tell me if uh, you think it's uh, good or whatever. I'd like to with some of these, you know, writers that are out there that actually are part of the podcast and listen to the podcast. You know, we we get hundreds of downloads uh, on each of the podcasts, but it'd be really cool to maybe you know just slowly start working on. I'd like to hear your stories. You know, maybe we could hook up, you know, on, on, uh, Facebook messenger or something like that. I have different ways that I can, uh, connect to people and, uh, I'd like to hear your stories and, and your thoughts and, and, what is going on with, you know, your side of the world. You know, what kind of bike do you own? What kind of bike maybe you're thinking about getting, You know, what kind of travels do you do? Do you camp? Do you not camp? Do you stay in hotels? Do you stay in motels? You know, do you even travel, you know, or do you want to travel? You know, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. And I think it'd be really cool to uh, maybe start doing some interviews and talking to, uh, real writers that are out there. Just, you know, just anybody, you don't have to be, you know, famous or you don't have to be, you know, a guy that's been riding for 800 years. And that's fine. If you have, I think it would be great, but I, I think that'd be super cool to uh, start doing some interviews with just everybody that's kind of out there and and uh, let's just see what's uh, let's just see what everybody's about i think that would be really really cool so i'd like to work on that and hear your thoughts on that maybe uh, if you're getting this syndicated on YouTube down in the comments tell me what you think about it and if you are interested in maybe potentially being interviewed and to talk about in you know your 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 motorcycle world and what's going on in your brain and what's going on hit me up 69080v gmail.com I think that'd be awesome first things first I'm going to pimp my, my, my boys over at KTM of North Texas slmracing.com don't forget ask for Bert over there I'm not going to get too in depth about it but those guys have everything from parts to motorcycles to uh, service to I mean you pick it they got it man and they got great prices and they're super cool they're super nice and they will take care of you so KTM of North Texas uh, slmracing.com is how you can find them ask for Bert over there and they will take care of you Tell them that 690 ADV sent you And uh, they'll definitely uh, uh, make sure That you're uh, taken care of for uh, all your needs are That are out there And if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth area Or any surrounding area And you got a motorcycle and need some help Hit those guys up Anyway, on today's podcast for new riders That are out there And I want to talk about motorcycles Just in general for the riders and stuff That that are wanting to get into dual sporting Or want to get... Uh, out in an in, in adventure and really get out and see stuff really want to get out in it okay I don't want to talk about adventure bikes I want to talk about dual sport bikes today and what I think is really the best bikes that are out there uh, for you to actually truly get out and go see some stuff you know really get out and see it the adventure bikes are just so big and I'm not saying that you can't get out and see the countryside on the adventure bikes because you certainly can, but I mean to truly get out in it, to actually get into the thick of it and be off road and just get into that semi, you know, stuff. Just those bikes are so heavy, the adventure bikes. You know, it my thing is is, you know, if you want to get out just you and maybe one buddy to go see the good stuff. <laughs> You need a light motorcycle or at least a bike that you can get up yourself. That's really what it boils down to. You get all these guys with these giant adventure motorcycles and most of these guys, uh, they, they they probably can't pick them up themselves, especially loaded down. And when you go out and adventure travel and you're actually getting off-road, like really off-road, like say at altitude, maybe in New Mexico or Colorado or Utah or Montana, God, list yeah. goes on and on, Nevada california i mean when you get out in there and you start getting up in the altitude what happens is is a 500 pound bike that doesn't have any gear on it it feels like a thousand pounds i know because i've owned several of them and i've taken them to altitude and um i haven't you know in most everybody i don't care how great of a rider everybody thinks they are they you're only you know is I don't want to get too into it, but I've laid my bike down, you know, on several occasions, you know, and there's times that I've, I don't lay my motorcycle down, but on my big bikes, my big adventure bikes, I have laid it down and, and loaded up with gear. You know, I, when I go on an adventure travel, I don't go with a backpack and, and do it. When I adventure travel, I adventure travel, tent, sleeping bag, mat, tarp, hammock, I mean, and the list goes on and on and on and I have everything packed in with my giant loop system and my, uh, box on the back plus my tank bag, you know, and when I get out in it, I mean, I'm out in it I'm not staying in hotels and stuff. So it, but on the bigger bikes, it's, it's, uh, boy, I'll tell you what, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> so back to me on my big bike on some of the, the rides that I have been on. And you tell me down below, if, if you've been on some rides and you've laid your, you know, your, uh, super Tenere down, you know, the big one, not the 700, even that 700 is going to be a little bit cumbersome. It's going to be pretty heavy if it's loaded down with gear and you're actually off-road and some of the mild to technical riding. I had an 800 GSA, a BMW fantastic bike man on the road man all those bikes are amazing when you're zipping down the highway but when you get off road uh the world changes a whole lot (laughs) you know and i get it there's a lot of guys out there that own africa twins they own bmw 800s 850s uh they ktm 1090s 1190s 1290s you know, uh, the BMW 1200s, you know, and then the list goes on and on and on. Well, you know, each one of those bikes with nothing in them is sitting well at 500 and over to the mid five hundreds just with nothing on it. And, uh, I basically am going to call BS (laughs) to anyone there that is off cantered going up a, uh, semi-technical, uh, trail and lay their bike down and say, yeah, I could just pick it up with all my gear on. And when you do that at altitude, it absolutely will just basically decimate your energy level. Um, especially if you go down more than once. And I follow many, many guys on YouTube that, uh, make their posts with the KLR six fifties and stuff like that. And I've been following some other stuff lately of some guys doing some Colorado runs, some newer riders. and and talking about how incredibly rough it can be in some of the uh uh terrain in Colorado loaded up doing real adventure riding. And you don't see a lot of that stuff on YouTube. You hear about all these great guys that will make, you know, really crappy comments and say about, you know, you're not this and you're not that, but yet I never really see anything from these guys. Um, not even pictures of them loaded up or campsites where they're with their motorcycles in some areas that I know of that I've been to, that are very popular to go to that are truly off the beaten path that are really out there and it takes a little bit to get to them and uh and they're loaded down you just don't see that but what you do see is you see them running them running their mouth and telling you how you're not doing it right and yada 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 but the bikes that i would like to talk about today and i want to get on to it i just don't want to talk about the bigger bikes but i want to throw the bigger bikes out there for the guys that maybe are new or semi-new that are like, man, I just it's it's hard not to get sucked into the adventure bikes because they're so cool looking and they're so fantastic on the highway. But you have to understand there is a give and a take to both sides to dual sporting. So you gotta find out which evil, you know, you're willing to deal with. So do you want to deal with the evil on the highway? Or do you want to deal with the evil off-road? There's no real magic unicorn motorcycle out there. And you'll get some guys that'll say, oh man, well my Africa twin man is amazing and it will do everything your 690 will do. No, it won't. My 690 will stomp. Your Africa off road, it won't even be close, and uh, yeah, it just it, it it's it's not a fair fight. You're comparing literally, you're comparing a Hugo to a Ferrari. It's it's not it's not even fair. But on the other side, you get to the highway. <laughs> God, it's it, it, it it's the it, it's it's literally it's like flipping a pancake, man. It's completely the exact opposite because on the highway. The Africa Twin or the Big Adventure Bike is going to be so fantastic on the highway, and I'm going to be pretty much miserable, you know, uh, on the, the KTM 690. So you have to really find which evil you're willing to deal with. I, I've, I've, I've picked my evil. I'm willing to deal with not so much fun on the highway to really enjoy the off-road. And that's really what it boils down to me is the off-road riding because I've been down both sides of the road and I love the dual sport, lighter dual sports that are out there. And I want to kind of give my two cents to the new riders and guys maybe coming over or, or guys have been riding for maybe a couple of years that are going, man, what would be a really good dual sport? Because that's what I want to do. That's how I want to do my business. And hopefully this will help somebody out somewhere down the road. Well, the the dual sports, that I think, that are really totally perfect. Now, the question is, is it's kind of going to come down to, you know, cash flow. How much money do you have? And how much can you afford? And what do you, you know, what do you really truly want to do? Do you want to do like technical, technical? Do you want to just do light technical? Do you want to just do like scree, gravel roads, you know, and stuff like that, but yet still have the ability to do light technical, you know? So that really kind of weighs into several motorcycles that are out there. And the motorcycles that I truly think for today. And it's going to be a pretty broad range because, which is really nice, uh, because these bikes work for everybody. Um, doesn't matter who you are, you know, it really doesn't, it doesn't matter if you've been riding for, for 10 years, 50 years, 30 years, you know, or just getting started or, or you're a street rider and you're like, man, I really want to get into this stuff. So, you know, <laughs> I think at a minimal, at a minimal number, you know, of CCs, you know, uh in the 250 range you know i think 250s are really a great dual sport and a great motorcycle for just about everybody i have one in my garage and they really really are 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 great and you can truly travel on them if you if you would like to pros and cons pros. They're really not that heavy for what they are because they are street legal bikes. So people like going, Oh, well, the CRF 250 L that weighs 328 pounds. Well, you know what? Here's, here's basically where that boils down to. It's a street bike. It has to weigh a little bit. You have to understand your MX motorcycles and stuff like that are in the low 200 range. There's really not much to those motorcycles, but you're not going to get that bike because of the gear ratios and the way that it's set up for the torque and all that type of stuff that's out there. It doesn't have lights. It doesn't have blinkers. It doesn't have a lot of things that the street bikes have that make those things so incredibly light. hate to break the news to you, 300 pounds to 328 pounds for a dual sport is not heavy. I don't care who you are. That's the beauty part. It doesn't matter how you want to present it. I've done so much adventure traveling that it, you know what? it 328 pounds. That is a light motorcycle in my world. I mean, I'm used to being out in it with just under 600. So if you're It's light. I hate to break the news to you. So, the 250s will really honestly, you can get out, do the business, and they'll work. And they're great motorcycles. What 250s would I probably consider if I was a new rider that I think it actually do the business pretty good? From Kawasaki, I don't really think, I don't care for anything for Kawasaki in the 250 range. Honda, the CRF250L is a fantastic motorcycle. I own one. It's got good clearance. I don't care for the rally a whole lot. It's really more of a street machine. It will do off-road. It's okay. I've ridden one. I've, you know, tested it. It's a great motorcycle. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's really, in all honesty, It's just kind of a, it's a show bike that has the capabilities and you're going to get the guys going, it's the same frame, it's the same everything as the 250L, bro. Actually, it's not. But the good news is, is all those plastics that are on there, it's hard to get any type of protection for them or anything like that because it's already kind of fake protected. The plastics are super expensive. and uh, But you can do it. I don't want to knock the bike. So it's really a good bike. But if I had my choice, I would would definitely go with the 250L. Uh, It's more dirt oriented. It's got very good clearance and handles very well. The suspension is a little soft on it, but at the end of the day, if you're not getting too crazy, it's really going to be fantastic. Other bike, 250. I think personally, this is my opinion. You take it with a grain of salt, but I get a lot of guys that will probably back me up on this. The WR250R, that bike is fantastic. And you know what? There's so many of those bikes in circulation, even though they discontinued it, I have a funny feeling that i think it's probably gonna kind of come back we'll see i I just think they only have to make a few minor changes to get that thing to where it's more for the emissions and everything because that's really what it's going to boil down to and i think that's why they basically discontinued it but that bike right there honestly i think is the king it's got plenty of power great clearance it's got really good suspension uh, the plenty, like I said, plenty of horsepower, there's tons of aftermarket parts. All of these bikes have tons of aftermarket parts. They're relatively inexpensive. And um, they and they will just flat out do the business. It doesn't matter how you want to slice it or dice it. And the intervals on that bike, even the 250L, but not much is going to beat that WR 250R in the maintenance category. It just it's literally it's it's bulletproof. It's proven. Lots of guys own them, and uh, you totally win. And you can usually pick them up now. You're just going to have to get it used, unless you can find one that's new that uh, a dealer didn't get rid of and you can pick it up. Now. Those are the 250s. And that's that's just my personal opinion. The reason I didn't do Kawasaki, that Kawasaki 250, I don't like it. I've got buddies that own them. They're they just don't have a lot of power. They need a little bit of work to get them right. I just think out of the gate, the Honda and the Yamaha are just a much better bet, and I just truly think you're going to just you're going to win right out of the gate with those motorcycles. Now, Bumping up, and these are really my personal picks. And I get to pick Kawasaki now, and I get to pick Honda, which is fantastic. And again, these two that just came out from Honda and Kawasaki, the 300s, I really, they're getting rave reviews from everybody. And I'll get people that say, well, oh, you've never ridden it, Joe. So how would you know anything about that bike? I don't know. Maybe because uh, I know how to read a specification. I had I happen to know what gear ratios are, um, compression levels. And not only that, all the people that are out there that are giving me information to let me know because I've been riding so long that I understand what they're talking about. So, but the 300s, the CRF three hundred. And the Kawasaki 300, those two motorcycles are really, they're just getting rave reviews. Now I've did videos on those. If you want to check them out, they're on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash 69080V. And I'm still sticking to my guns. I think the Honda... And it's neck and neck, man. I mean, neck and neck. And you're welcome to bash me on it. I really, I really don't care. At the end of the day, I don't care what your opinions are uh, when it comes to what my thoughts are. You know, you're welcome to tell me what you want to do. And I don't. you don't have to agree with me if you don't want to. I'm just telling you from what I know and from what I've read. And if I had to put my dollars down. But the Honda CRF 300 is magnificent rave reviews um it's got plenty of power great clearance it's basically it's it's my 250 with a splash of crack (laughs) and and it's such a great bike it really is it's going to be a fantastic bike but the kawasaki klx 300 is basically about the same bike ish it really is ish ish they're real close in price real closer than horsepower clearance the tire sizes are the same the fuel is about the same but what separates those two that makes it come in it's like almost a photo finish but one i give the slider edge to and you can agree or disagree i don't really care Kawasaki, the KLX 300, they basically, they took a little longer to get theirs released after Honda. Maybe they paid attention a little more, but the suspension is much better period. It's better. It is a much better suspension and suspension is a big deal. And I know what people are saying. Well, I would rather have Honda as a much more reliable bike, man. I don't know where you get your data from, but Kawasaki is super reliable. And so is Honda. But my thing is, is guess what? I don't have to do an upgrade just to say that I've got a Honda, it, it, out of out of the box, the Kawasaki's, it's a better bike just because of the suspension. It doesn't have a better engine. It doesn't have better wheel selection. It doesn't have better handlebars. It doesn't have, it's just got better suspension. And overall, for the pricing that they're almost the same, I think the the, the Kawasaki's a little bit cheaper. It's better. It's just flat better. I just don't care. I would much rather have better suspension over the, uh, biased, um, that the Honda's more reliable. It's biased, man. You got Honda levers, you got Cowie levers. That's just the way it is, man. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. And the same thing goes with KTM, you know, you'll get people saying, Oh, KTM's not reliable. Where do you get your data from? It's they are super reliable, absolutely super reliable, you know, the bikes are only as as good as the owner that actually owns the motorcycle. But those Kawasaki 300 and the Honda CRF 300 is fantastic. I don't really care for the Rally Edition. You know, if I was going to do a Rally Edition, I wouldn't buy the Rally Edition. I would just kind of make my own Rally Edition because they sell kits out there that you can kind of rally your bike up and, you know, have the the high, uh, you know, fairing and you can have the extra gas and, you, you know, if that's what you want to do. But for the pricing, you know, you're talking like $6,000 for these bikes, brand new, right out of the gate, man, it's a win. It's a total win. So if you're looking for a bike and these bikes are even, believe it or not, the 300s are lighter than the two fifties, go figure more horsepower, better suspension, better motors. I mean, they just, and they're lighter. I mean, you're talking around 300 pounds. I got news for you. 300 pounds is light for a dual sport. It's light. I mean, period. Now, I have another bike that I would throw in that I think is totally fantastic. And, you know, and we're, we're talking like the, 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 the small range. You know, I don't want to get too crazy and aggressive. You know, some bikes are for beginners and intermediate riders, and some are just not. I would not recommend the KTM 690 or the 500 for a rider that's been riding for a year or two. Could you ride it? Of course you could, but you really got to pay attention. Lots and lots of power can put you in the hospital without a blink of an eye. Both of them. They're high performance, lots of power, but if you want it, go get it. I'm not telling what you can or cannot do. But the DR400 from Suzuki is another fantastic bike. It's not super heavy. It's got good tire selection. And I know I got DR guys out there say, well, why don't you throw the DR650? I think the DR650, in my personal opinion, not really a new rider kind of you know i mean that's just my opinion that's my opinion i think the 400 is a little more manageable you know hopefully you'll agree with me but if not that's okay too i mean that's the beauty part of opinions man everybody everybody gets their own opinion you know that's what makes it amazing but the drz 400 from suzuki is great the only downside to the drz's is they're real proud of their price they're still making them they're kind of outdated as far as the looks and things but the good news is lots of aftermarket parts you can get tons of aftermarket parts it'll actually do highway all these bikes will get on the highway and, and, and handle themselves But off-road is really where all these bikes are going to shine. And that DRZ400 is no exception. It will do a great job off-road. Plenty of power. Good clearance. Good tire selection. Very manageable in the power range. Just like the other ones, the 250s and the 300s. And I think that just totally, you know, these five motorcycles really, in all honesty, are probably the best dual sports that are dirt worthy, that are not too powerful, but have enough power and can get out and do the business just about everything from, you know, easy to light technical and even technical. Now, I would say that the CRF250L is probably not a, great choice if you want to do technical writing it can do it we put my crf 250l through some technical down in in big bend it did it did a good job it did a good job we did lose one fork seal uh, doing it so uh, you know it can 100 percent but you're just gonna really have to pay attention. The suspension just isn't set up for that. But it it'll do it. It'll do it. And if you're willing to make some upgrades and stuff like that, then you can totally turn that bike into a technical riding machine. It definitely has plenty of power. And it followed my KTM six ninety on the highway at 70 miles an hour. No problem. My buddy V Man or Vegiver, he's about six foot, six foot one. And uh, I would say he's at least 200 pounds, right at 200 pounds, and no problem whatsoever. So, the CRF 250L is the only bike that I would say that is not really set up for the technical side, but overall, it, it will do it. I think it needs a, it, it's going to need a little love, you know, um, to 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 get it in that range to handle it. So, but all these bikes totally. Uh, perfect they're they're very reliable uh, especially for new riders long intervals great tire selection good clearance perfect in the power range not too much not too, you know not too much but not too little you know for all riders it doesn't matter if you're a guy or a girl you can get off the beaten path you can really get into the dirt and uh, get out an adventure ride on these things and they're fantastic so the 250s the Honda CRF250L from yamaha the wr250r and then basically the 300s in the you know uh from kawasaki and from honda the crf 300l and the klx 300 and then the uh the drz 400 i just think that those bikes are really fantastic for everybody and you could pick them up used for a pretty good price so the 300s they're i mean in all honesty six thousand dollars it's not that much. <laughs> it's not that much for a bike, and especially when it's brand new. Uh, plus, you get the warranty and everything like that. I just think, you know, that, that's just a good deal. And it won't be long because they can't even keep these bikes stock. But eventually, things will slow down a little bit, and you will be able to pick up one of these bikes. And not only that, you'll probably be able to pick up one of used too. You'll get somebody that'll buy it. It wasn't quite for them. And maybe you get a smoking deal. But anyway, um, of the five bikes, I think these are perfect for new riders, intermediate riders wanting to get out into the dirt and just basically see this great country that we have here in America. And uh, especially with the COVID thing and everything that's going on, you know, you pick it up or if you're looking for a bike, look at maybe one of these five, do some research on them. And I, I think I think if if any of these bikes you are going to be totally happy and they're going to do the business for you and you're just going to love it. You're just going to love these bikes 100 percent. Anyway i'm joe your host 69080v or the radio 69080v find us on all platforms apple google uh, alexa you can find us on alexa you know you can uh, amazon you can man you can find us everywhere spotify you name it also don't forget about my buddies over at ktm north texas slmracing.com for any parts or anything like that or if you live in the dallas metro guess what? let cruise on over there. Go see those guys and go check them out. They got lots of really cool stuff and they'll take care of you. Ask for Bert over there. And uh, until our next episode, thank you so much for stopping in. Don't forget, hit that subscribe. We sure would appreciate it. <laughs> Get out, find your adventure, be safe. I'm Joe, as always, 690 out.